0: This is a Cortez Currents news update. One of the advantages of a virtual AGM is that people from Vancouver, Calgary, and select locations on both the West and East Coast can also attend. Most were in houses, but one was in a parked car and another was on a sandy beach somewhere in Washington. The Forest Trust, for the children of Cortez Island, Reviewed significant accomplishments of the past year at a Zoom conference on January 23, 2021. According to Paul Stamitz, who co led the team with Cortez Island biologist Sabina Lieder-Menz, we did our first COVID compliant Mycoblitz in the children's forest. We identified 66 species and added 23 species. We build these lists over time and will clearly get into several hundred species on Cortez. I would guesstimate there are more than 2,000 species on Cortez, so this is just the very beginning. Christine Robinson said, We took one day to focus on research and mentorship, which Sabina organized in the field with six youth. Then we added a day of education and public participation. Those youth mentored and guided us through the interpretive stations. Miss Sabina Ledermens added, We started a whole new vocabulary. I just added knots to it. Mico Blitz, Mico Stations, Mico Thanks, Mico Merriment, and Mico Wonder come out of that weekend. And now I'm adding miconauts, so the vocabulary continues to expand. Stamet's presentation was the main feature of the AGM and will be posted on the Forest Trust for the Children of Cortez Island website. It was filled with illustrations like those of a woodpecker that inoculates a healthy tree with fungi. As the mycelium grows, it attracts the beetles which woodpeckers feed on. Stamet said parasitic fungi kill the trees, but with a few exceptions. Most parasitic fungi take advantage of trees that already have a weakened immune system because of habitat stress, pollution, malnutrition, or other things that have happened to it. They made the analogy of wolves cutting out the weakest elk so that the herd was actually strengthened. Stamets added that many of the medicinal properties attributed to plants are actually derived from the endophic fungi inside of them. There are consortia inside of a plant or inside of a tree that give the plant or tree a strong state of health, he said. According to mycologist Suzanne Simard, mother trees communicate and send nutrients to their offspring through the mycorrhizal network. There was much more in Stamets' lecture the Latin names of numerous species, common mushrooms, edible mushrooms, poisonous mushrooms and their effects, a mushroom that kills trees, a fungi used for dyes, mushrooms that help clear up toxic waste, medicinal properties of numerous mushrooms, a mushroom that could help against COVID, mushrooms that grow after they're picked, etc. The AGM turned to regular business after Stammet's presentation. Board Chair Chris Dragseth gave an overview of the focus for 2021, refreshing our strategic plan, redesigning some of our programs, partnerships, building on in-situ forest events that are all COVID-friendly, fundraising, again COVID-friendly. From a longer-term perspective, I want to re-emphasize the ongoing work we are doing with Mosaic, in fostering a sound relationship and exploring all options that would provide the necessary preservation and protection of the children's forest. We have been meeting with them for two years and are moving towards of what our relationship looks like and are also pursuing some options that we really can't talk about in this discussion. He added that this involves a win-win solution for both parties. Dragseth ended his report with an invitation to members of the community who want to help out with the children's forests, have suggestions for improvement or specific areas where they would like to participate. Robinson repeated the invitation. She also mentioned future ventures with the Friends of Cortez Island and Cortez Museum's Wild Cortez exhibit. The Trust's treasurer, Andrew Smith, added that volunteerism is the engine of our program. Most of our effort is educational activities for the children in the forest and, of course, All of those activities are led by volunteers. It doesn't show up in the accounts. If you looked at it slightly differently and counted up all the volunteer hours, which we have to report on, we estimate you would see maybe a 1,000 volunteer hours, typically 1,500 to 1,000 hours. If we were to treat that as a cash donation, you would see an extra $20,000 of income. Everyone working for the Children of Cortez Island Society is a volunteer. There was not much to report about finances, except that the society ended the fiscal year 2020 with a deficit of $1,200. Christine Robinson talked about youth programming. When the pandemic hit this spring, our board took the opportunity to re-emphasize the message that the natural world is calling us. So, as we all know on Cortez, and it has now been substantiated by medical research and the teaching profession, The value of mucking about in nature is really important, whether you are a child or an adult. The Forest Trust for the Children of Cortez Island partnered with Cortez Island Family Support and the Cortez Community Health Association to offer a series of thematic activities, followed by Zoom chats. Robinson continued, I do not think any of us on the board anticipated using technology to support connections to nature, but it worked and filled a social need that many of the children were looking for. She shared a haiku that one of the children wrote after frog and tadpole week. Little frog swimming. Tail shrinks. She grows bigger. Legs eggs and jumps out. The Children's Forest also partnered with the Friends of Cortez Island on the James Creek Gravel Project. A number of other community organizations came into the venture, which also included working with Mosaic. Over the past few years, we've had some assessments done by professional biologists and the streamkeeper advisor that there was a real lack of spawning gravel in James Creek, said Robinson. Dragsith, for 27 of his 33 years with the federal government, said logging practices way back at the turn of the century weren't kind to spawning areas. The gravel did get removed. These projects that we're involved in are going to help. There's no doubt about it. Volunteers wheelbarrowed? then ziplined about 250 buckets of gravel to the first of several predetermined sites on James Creek. Robinson explained, this is part of the streamkeeping that we do on an annual basis, and is another way that our youth are able to do some mentorship and stewardship of the Children's Forest. There are nine positions on the board of the Cortes Children's Forest Trust. Chris Dragseth, Christine Robinson, Connie Brill, and Mary Lavelle have another year in their term. Three of the directors whose two-year term is now over. Andrew Smith, Eric Hargrave, and Maya Buckner have agreed to serve for another year. Saskia Deporten is retiring. Dragsith added, This leaves two positions open. The board wishes to leave these positions open, thereby allowing the board to look for folks that have specific skill sets that we can identify at some future point. You've been listening to a report on the Forest Trust for the Children of Cortez Island, AGM.